Let's get nuts. It's Tuesday. What's happening, everybody? <sighs> Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, August 9th. How's everybody doing out there? Good, hopefully. Move it, move it, center, center. What's going on, everybody? Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that kind of stuff. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. You want to become a member? Hey, join the Film Junkie family. Become a member. Uh, we do... A post show every Wednesday, so tomorrow we'll do a post show where, you know, try to talk a little bit more, pick my brain and whatnot. And then, of course, the various social media is all up there, the Patreon, all that stuff, if you want to follow that. Anyways, guys, who's out there? Oh, you guys are already chatting up a storm. What's going on? We got Ryan. What's up, sir? Hello. Here there? I think you meant hello there, you know. Uh, hello there, Selena. We got Mr. M Enterprises. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hey, we got real anarchy right here. Interesting. And, uh, oh, we're talking about that. Yeah, that is a very interesting thing. Um, and in the tweets, I do make a little jab about certain things about that. Anyways, so we got J.D. McRae. What is up, sir? Oh, we're going to be talking about it. And I know you hate a lot of it. Yeah, but I still love you, darling. Whoops. There you go, Ben. <laughs> There's your right account. All right, we got Mr. Eric Patterson right there. Good to see ya. We got Jose. What is happening? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. All right, hey, thank you, Mr. Aaron Bailey. Uh, howdy, howdy, love the shirt, right? I know. I love these shirts. I, I got to get more of these shirts. Find these shirts at an FYE. I have two of them. I want to get some more of them. They're really cool. I like it. Hey, what what Andre said? Smash that like thumbs up. Thank you for showing up, my friend. All right, who else we got here? Hey, Mama Film Junkie is here. Where's she at? Um, okay. Oh, there you go. That's the message I wanted to see. Hi, Mom. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, have safe travels back down to California. Eek. California? What? Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, Brad? Good to see you. All right, who else we got here? We got Jade. What's up? All the junkets right there. Zaslav knew better than to get on my bad side. I know. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. Come on, Stas. Moby in. Eat What is up? Sebastian. All right, we got Rosemary here also. And again, thank you for the $2 super chat from Mr. Aaron Bailey. Good to, good to see you here, sir. And then we got, uh, we got Aaron uh, Mikey Sutton scooping again. Isn't that what he always does? That's his whole shtick. That's the whole shtick. Uh, and it's like uh, kind of, you know, it can make things a little bit frustrating. Uh, I remember during Comic-Con, it was like, oh, yeah, they're going to announce. Wasn't there an announcement for like Man of Steel 2 or something like that? I don't know. It's all crazy. It's all I know. He's Is he the new Sco Scoopy Pants? Do I have to start hi calling him Scoopy Pants? I don't know. It's just kind of funny because, again, you just kind of go like, well, wait a minute. Um, I am, I have a screenshot of one of your headlines saying that they're, they're going to bring Zack Snyder back and Jared Leto back to do some kind of injustice, dark, I don't know, dark, I don't know. Who knows? Again, people ignore, people ignore the, uh, the bad ones and just focus on the good ones. That's what it is. What's going on there, Mr. Dane? Always good to see you. Uh, be Scoopy the Poopy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I, I might have to call him Scoopy Pants. Hey, what's going on there, Zombie Classic? 
content from all the way from Africa. Well, I thank you, sir. Thank you, Zombie Classic, for uh, showing up. Great evening. Hit that like, thumbs up, what they, uh, what he said, what, what Hank said right there. Thank you for showing up. Appreciate that. W Games, can you please, uh, Dave, make a DCO ranked uh, with Peacemaker? Okay. I mean, that's something that could be... That could be there right there. So, uh, all right. So you're talking about like a DCEU. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things that I think I've done. Maybe I've done that before. I don't know. I think uh, he's done that before. I've done that before. I don't know. Mike just said uh, Zaslav wants the Snyderverse. And even though I would uh, love that, uh, is is Dude even credible? Um, I mean, that's uh, that's, uh, up for debate for sure. I mean, people like Mattia right there will, will say that because, you know, he says what he wants to hear, but uh, yeah, when it comes to that, I mean, it's just one of those things again where it's just we've been through this before. Um, again, you could just go, all right, yeah. Uh, what's the batting average? That's the thing. It's all about batting average. You can't ignore the strikeouts. That's the thing. That's the thing. You can't ignore the strikeouts. And I'm not saying that it's all bad. No. I'm not saying that when it comes to uh, a lot of this stuff that there is uh, that there is some uh, maybe the, there is some credible stuff that go- goes out there. Sure. But at the same time, you go, yeah, but what about all of this that was wrong? And there is plenty of that. And it's just ignored. That's what sucks. So anyways. OK, so there's that, okay? But what about saying that Zack Snyder was going to come back and do a Justice League black label thing? What about that? <laughs> what about that? <laughs> I'm just saying. What about that? There's a lot of things. I have, I mean, there's like people have posted screenshots where like they cre- they question that stuff, man. That's the thing. Uh, I guess uh, it's another lucky day. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, what's going on, Carrie? My couch is finally, hey, you got some furniture. That's why right. you're in Ohio right now. No, but I mean, it, you know, and I and I try to try to keep out of it as much as possible and all that stuff. And I'm not trying to be part of the scooping game myself. Not at all. Not at all. I just I have a friend that I talk to that's within that business who talks to other people and I'll relay information from there. But I do not like the scooping uh, game because I think it's sleazy and gross. And I think there's a lot of people that get taken advantage of when it comes to that. So, yeah, that's just how I've, I've always felt about that. And I'm just kind of going like, oh, man. But anyways, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about, of course, um, DC projects that are still in development. And, uh, you know, um, we must say, too, it's like development is always different than, you know, a green light. You know, there's always that green light. They would hope that everything's a green light. But it's not always a green light. Development hell, development limbo, which I've talked about too. It's like, oh yeah, it's in development. Scott McClellan, you know, good buddy Scott McClellan of Squadcast Media, he has a long list of the various projects in the DC universe that have been in development, that have been announced in development. So you just kind of go like, yeah. Development is one thing. Green light is another thing. So that's what one of the things we're going to be talking about. And uh, I mean, it's just always like, all right, what's going to be the main topic? And I thought, all right, let's talk about obviously with all the, with the cancellations and the things that we've been hearing uh, last week. Let's talk about the things that are supposedly still moving forward in here. And that's why I was like, all right, yeah, that's a good topic to uh, to be the main topic of today's show. 
But yeah, we must remember that not every. I mean, th- does this mean that the 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 stuff that's in the thumbnail is going to actually happen? No, it does not. Nothing is safe. I think some things are safer than others. I mean, we did not think that that Batgirl movie was just going to be just going to be canceled just like that. So there's always those uh, those kind of things right there. So one thing, just a little disclaimer at the beginning before we start diving into the show right here. Anyways, guys, so I appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, showing up. Let's start off the show. Let's go to these tweets and uh, fear Jason right here. You know, making me uh, look like Jared Leto in the, the what, what is it? Uh, panic Room? Is that what it is? Uh, yeah. Nowadays, that would get me canceled. If I were to try to pull off that look, they would say I'm doing some kind of cultural appropriation. But very well done with the face swap there, sir. I mean, the fact that the uh, the image is kind of grainy, and but it looks pretty damn good. So there you go, Mr. Fear Jason. Yeah, I couldn't pull off the cornrows, that's for sure. And I wouldn't want to because then I would, yeah, I would just be like, how dare you, sir? But anyways, and then, of course, um, let me make sure I got that on. And then look at this right here. Look at this beautiful fucking gif. Look at how, ah, ah, I mean, come on, man. Look at that. Look at that thing. You got Batman in, yeah, Batfleck in the armored bat suit. You know, of course, with the uh, little lead smoke bomb thing, and it's just like in the rain and everything. It just looks so pretty. Goddamn, Zack Snyder. So crisp, right? Yes, Stephanie, crisp. That is exactly how I would explain it right there. And then uh, yesterday, guys, uh, I'll probably post the, uh, the, the the film junkie shot tomorrow if nobody's if nobody remembers or saw it. But, uh, you know, there is, uh, of course, Tom Cruise apparently is working on a uh, he's working on. He's in development with uh, Chris McQuarrie to do a less Grossman type of uh, movie that's going to centralize around that character, which is great. And, you know, must we not forget how great that character was for Flaming. Tom Cruise? Take a big step back. And literally, fuck your own face! Yes! Now, I don't know what kind of pan-Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia Jack is my territory. So whatever you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm going to have to head down there, and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're going to have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. Oh, it's so good. So good. I can't wait for whatever they are cooking up when it comes to... uh, when it comes to that Les Grossman movie, man, <laughs> I cannot wait. Ah, oh, jeez. So good. So good. And then, like I said, uh, speaking of Mr. Scott McClellan, of course, they have a new episode up right there that talks about a lot of this stuff. So, <laughs> And you know, yet, a few days later, please you listen to it. I tell you what, and go, hey, you can listen. I mean, what's great about Scott and Tim listening to him is like everything is so just like seamless and just flawless. You know, they, they edit it just perfectly to get you right there where they you know, just get their points out and everything like that. So if uh, you haven't listened to it, do so. Please do so. And then uh, look, look at this poster right here for Bullet Train. I don't know if anybody saw Bullet Train. Please go support Bullet Train. It's a great fucking movie. I enjoyed the shit out of it. But look at this poster. Fantastic. I love it. So that's uh, here's uh, official work from Sony Pictures. Massive uh, action comedy sensation uh, right there. So, yeah, support Bullet Train, man. It's a good, for, like, good flick. And then finally, we got some kind of update when it comes to um, Army of the Dead Las Vegas. 
So according to Snyder Netflix updates, we have Nolan North uh, confirmed to a fan recently that he just finished recording lines for Army of the Dead Lost Vegas. So please, please, can we get something? Can we get something at uh, at Tadum? Hopefully we get something at Tadum, which is, of course, uh, Netflix's um, DC fandom because it doesn't look like we're going to get a DC fandom, sadly, this year now, um, which sucks. But anyways, but... Netflix has their own version of uh, the whole virtual con. And, uh, you know, I'm just hoping that we get something from Las Vegas. There was some things, if you guys didn't know, there were some things that happened when it came to the animation studio. Uh, complications that happened. Jay Oliva is always out there, though, trying to uh, slay all the uh, the bad info. But, uh, you know, but things take, take time. Things take time. And I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing what's going to be happening when it comes to... Um, uh, Army of the Dead Las Vegas and uh, hopefully we'll get something at Tadum and uh, maybe get a trailer or something because I need some Army of the Dead fix fixness right there because I'm like come on man I mean he he cre- he started the the universe I need more I need more I really need more so and of course my clips hey Jason Momoa he gives a little uh, he talks about Conan the Barbarian remember remember when uh, Jason Momoa was Conan the Barbarian in the remake that's right so uh, pretty much uh, I mean this is kind of funny because you could kind of think about certain things that that have happened uh, after you know he played Conan but Right here, just uh, he talked about how like uh, that. This is his quote right here. He says, "I've been a part of a lot of things that really sucked in movies where it's out of your hands. Conan the Barbarian was one of them. It's one of the best experiences I had, and it was taken over and turned into a big pile of shit. Taken over by what? Taken over by what? A studio, probably. Again, goddamn, the shit just happens all the time. Because yeah." Jason Momoa, cool. He looks like a warrior. Look at this guy. He could be Conan. Fine. You watch that movie, it's a shit sandwich. It's a shit sandwich. But at least he had a good experience on it, as he put it. Good experience, but, uh, yeah, turned into a piece of shit. So, yeah, he's being very candid about that Conan the Barbarian remake right there. So that's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. And I, you know... When it came to him promoting Aquaman, we, we knew he was going to get candidate about release the Snyder Cut, and he very much did, and he helped it along, and he promoted it. That's what's great about Jason Momoa, so. But, yeah, god damn, this shit happens way too much, man, way too much. And then, uh, hey, Cobra Kai, look at this, Cobra Kai, one month until Cobra Kai Season 5. So they released uh, some images right here. Uh, here's the whole group right here training together. And, uh, you know, here's the, uh, the teachers, the adults right there, which, uh, we all know how Cobra Kai season four ended. Mike Barnes, there he is, the bad boy of karate. We all wondered, is he coming back? And there he is. Mike Barnes is back. Of course, you know, who took, who took on Daniel in, uh, Karate Kid part three. He is back. We all figured that it was going to happen. And there he is. The first image of mike barnes back the bad boy of karate right there so terry silver you silly you slick son of a bee you slick son of a bee coming back right there jays we have an update from eric davis about uh spider-man no way home the more fun stuff version many of you have been asking he says right here the more fun stuff version is still coming labor day uh weekend but the tickets uh, on sale dated was shift 
once we know when the tickets go on sale, you will uh, be the first to know. So, yeah, it's all going to be released in theaters. That's pretty interesting. So, yeah, things have been moved. It's not going to be, uh, I guess, August 9th. That's when the sale was supposed to happen, which was today. So if anybody's wondering about that, man, I, I, I didn't even realize that, oh, well, we have to go to the theater to see this? Of course. I thought it was just going to be bonus features, but what can you do? And then speaking of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, apparently uh, Kevin Feige recently said that, yeah, he wanted to kill all six Avengers. That's right. So Kevin Feige, hey, you should have did it. You should have did it. But yeah, apparently, according to uh, direct duo, uh, uh, the Russo brothers in a recent appearance on uh, Happy, Sad, Confused, they said right here there were a lot of rumors swirling about who was going to die. Kevin did actually pitch at one point, taking all the OGs off the board. We thought it was way too aggressive. This is actually pretty old news. This was floating around, but I thought I'd retweet it today and kind of talk about it. But yeah, he wanted to kill all the uh, OG Avengers. And I was like, man, you should have did it. Or... You should have had Deadpool come in and just say Deadpool kills the MCU because he's done that in the books, right? They could have done something like that. I don't know. And then check this out, guys. I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of excited. Um, I don't know if this, you know, who knows what's going to be happening with this. But hey, hey, Alex B right here. Credible. According to IMDb, there's a new Waterworld TV series in the works continuing where the 1995 movie left off. And oh yeah, praise Dan Trachtenberg is directing. Not sure which or how many episodes, but it's exciting to see him evolved, involved in this because hell yes, it's a perfect fit. What? I don't care what anybody says. The Waterworld movie is fantastic, okay? It's essentially... It's essentially Mad Max on water. I mean, it's post-apocalyptic. The polar ice caps melted, and now, you know, the world is just full of water. You're trying to find dry land. There's all these people that are surviving. And then, of course, you have the mutants, like uh, Kevin Costner's character, who can actually breathe underwater and swim very well. And he was badass. And I know there was, like, it was essentially a box office bomb because... Their sets got all destroyed by like a hurricane or something like that. But man, if you haven't watched Waterworld, do yourself a favor. Watch Waterworld. You have Dennis Hopper, may he rest in peace, as the villain. And Kevin Costner was a badass. So yeah, apparently there's going to be a TV, a Waterworld TV series. And Dan Trachtenberg is going to be directing some of that shit. I am also, I'm on board. Please let this happen. Please let this happen. Yes, I want this. I want this a lot. I want it. So we'll see. Hopefully some more uh, development happens when it comes to that. And then even right here, guys, all right, finally we could put this to bed, okay, because director uh, uh, John McTernan of Die Hard, we could put it to bed. And I've always been like, hey, it's a Christmas movie. He says if the audience decides they wanted to make it a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas movie. That's correct. I know Bruce Willis, I think Bruce Willis pushed back against that, but the director, Mr. Uh, D- uh, McTernan, yeah, he said that. It's not for us to say it's people. It's for the audience to say if the audience decides they want to make it a Christmas movie, it's a Christmas movie. It turns out that it, it, it turns out that way. It wasn't intended as a Christmas movie or the fact that it was deliberately built around Christmas, but not intended to be a Christmas movie. So sure wasn't but we could treat it like that but the fact that 
It was a Christmas movie, had a lot to do with, uh, you know, because it's actually from a distance, politically, uh, let's see, politically uh, very uh, strident, and the uh, only reason that survived was the uh, the people in the studio who would have stopped and that were uh, deceived because they thought it was just an action movie, but a Christmas movie that that goes wrong, which is good. A Christmas movie that goes wrong. That's how you could describe Die Hard. So anybody, you have any debates, any debates out there when people are pushing back that it's not a Christmas movie? No, no, just tell them, like, it's an action Christmas movie that, well, it's a Christmas movie that goes wrong. There you go. That's what it is. 100%. I will always consider it a Christmas movie. And I like what he had to say right there. So confirmed. It's up to us. And I think a lot of us will agree. That it, uh, that it very much is a Christmas movie. All right. Look at this right here. We got Jake Fogg, uh, Foggy Night 14. This is pretty cool. Look at those white eyes. Look at that cow. That looks pretty badass right there. Good photography. Good photography right there. Of course, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Henry Cavill. Now, all of a sudden, this uh, video right here started making the rounds again and we're kind of going like oh man how old is this video is this something new what's going on with this but obviously there's been a lot of henry cavill talk and we're going to continue talking about henry cavill coming back as superman because we so want henry cavill to come back as superman and as far as we know nothing has been set in stone again you got to be careful with who you listen to but um yeah Nothing has been fully set in stone yet, but this is something from two years ago. Not, I mean, this is two years ago. So this is like uh, obviously promoting The Witcher, and uh, this is what he had to say right here. And just listen carefully. Listen to the man carefully. And will you go back to playing Superman again? I know like every day there, I Googled just literally right before we talked because I needed the latest rumor. It is just rumor after rumor after rumor. What's the wildest one you've heard about you and Superman? Oh, I mean, I, I, they get wilder and wilder by the day. The amount of speculation, the stuff I read on there on the internet is, is extraordinary and, and sometimes frustrating. It's when you yes. see people stating stuff as fact. You're like, no, that, that's not the case. That hasn't happened. And that conversation stating stuff happening. as fact. But the important thing is that people are excited about it. And I think it's important to be excited about a character like Superman. Superman's a fantastic character. And if people are chatting about it, and even if they're making stuff up, it's okay. Because that means they want to see the character again. And in an ideal world, I would, I would absolutely love to play the character again. But do you ever go into like one of these conversations or comments, use an alias? I wish he would do this. I, I mean, wish he would do this. That's I, I've, been, I've been very tempted. I'm not going to lie. I've been very tempted, but there, there, there's something about that that feels deeply immoral. Mm -hmm. And when, when it's about Superman, and if I'm representing Superman, it just feels like the wrong thing to do. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to let this all play out. Me saying something isn't going to make a difference. And what does it really matter? One day, one day people know the truth. And even if they don't know it now, then it's okay. There you go. Very well said, sir. Very well said. Don't believe everything which that's what's the case. You can point out a lot of different headlines when it comes to Henry Cavill, Superman from various different websites all out there. Don't believe everything you say, but the, the, but the, the, the great part about it is the conversation is there. Okay. So if we're going to look at the positive side of all the bullshit, 
we can actually listen to the man himself and be like, at least the conversation is out there, right? At least that. So we can have that before we actually get some confirmation that things are actually going to be happening. That's all. So great response right there from Superman himself, Mr. Henry Cavill. So, and fingers crossed that we actually do get a con- we do get some kind of confirmation or something soon. My God, soon. Ah, oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Hey, guess what? Marvel Studios uh, again. Somebody right here. Remember when I I did like a whole uh, stream like a couple of weeks ago talking about how Marvel Studios has a VFX house problem because apparently there's a bunch of VFX artists that are coming out and going like, what the fuck, Marvel? This is getting insane. And apparently, according to a new quote when it came to this, uh, Avengers Endgame, they forgot to tell the VFX teams, I guess, uh, that that, that, that the movie was going to be moving forward uh, a month. So the quote right here says, so we found out from a press release that we had one that we had one less month to work on these shots. What? Yeah. So this is from Gizmodo and it talks about this and uh, the VFX industry and all that stuff across the series, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, if you want to read all this, it talks about this. I mean, it's more of all that stuff. We've talked about it before. It's always a race. And I know there's always some crazy deadlines. But yeah, apparently, uh, if you want to check it out, you can actually talk about it. And it talks about Avengers Endgame getting pushed forward. And then, of course, the VFX artist had no idea. And uh, there's more stuff right here, which I don't know. Maybe I'll go over it a little bit more tomorrow if there's not enough uh, stuff to talk about. But I saw this and I was like, yeah, that just kind of adds two things, right? I mean, I mean, good on Kevin Feige and Disney, I guess, for reaching out to... Uh, the directors of uh, Batgirl, but at the same time, what are you doing to your VFX artists? Seriously. I mean, it's going to get to a point where it's like, all right, are we going to get worried that the final act of your movies are going to look like shit? I mean, there's things where it just things don't look good, but then there's times where things look really good, you know? Got to be careful with that. So, Jesus Christ, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And see, like, stuff right here now. We got Wakanda Forever underwent reshoots following Marvel Studios' SDC panel last month. Re- uh, reveals Neymar um, star uh, Tanoj uh, Herort, uh, how do you say, Herta? Uh, the same day at, uh, oh, let's see, that same day at the end of our presentation at Comic-Con, we went back to the studios to uh, keep working. So, yeah. So now they're reshooting scenes in Wakanda Forever, and now these VFX artists are going to have to, like, Hopefully get it all in time and make sure everything's nice and looking pretty for November. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get a final act like we did with the first Black Panther because that trailer was absolutely gorgeous, looks great, and hopefully the VFX don't bring it down like it did the first one. Fucking hell. Jeez. Here's a cool shot. Look at this. Custom cape on Hot Toys black suited Superman. Look at that gorgeous thing. My God, that is pretty. That is so pretty. I want it. I want it so badly. God, that black suit. I, I like the black suit more than the blue suit. I 100% do. I do. I really do. And then we got some people, of course, uh, supporting the uh, the release of uh, Batgirl right here. Uh, obviously, I talked about the petition yesterday. But, uh, yeah, someone right here, just uh, like the, the Glasgow citizens want Warner Brothers to release it right there. 
And now, you know, we have this right here, obviously, when it came to, I think, uh, one of the daughters or some of the daughters, somebody, uh, of course, uh, they were calling her like what mini Batgirl or whatever, um, posing for pictures right here. And it sucks. Uh, hopefully she got to see a cut. Hopefully she gets to see a cut of the, uh, of the, uh, of the movie, because I mean, my God, she was very much looking forward to it. And, uh, again, it's just one of those things where it's like, Hey, you know, if you weren't all for it, you weren't all for Batgirl. Cool. That's fine. You didn't have to watch it. But the people who celebrate it, who celebrate it, you're going to sell Would you actually celebrate in front of this girl who was there on the set and was very much looking forward to it? Would you celebrate and laugh in her face that, hey, guess what? You're not going to be able to see your movie. Ha <laughs> ha. That's right. And then what? Say hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Don't do that. You wouldn't do that. But let's not act on social media like you would do that. That's all I'm kind of saying when it comes to this stuff. You know, the people who are just wanting it, it's like, hey, we kind of lost the foundation. When I see responses to this and I've gone, you know, I've had some back and forth with some people when it comes to the whole bad girl thing. And it's just kind of funny because I just go like, wow, did we just lose uh, our grasp on the foundation of the whole Snyder fandom when it came to this? When, you know, in the past three years, did we just lose our focus when it comes to this stuff? And when it comes to the artists being able to get their vision out there, I'm not saying that you have to like full on endorse it or even watch it, but hey, the celebrating of it being canceled or saying like, I'm glad. It's like, yes, tell it to this little girl right here who was on set dressed up as Batgirl every night. Say that to her face. You wouldn't do that, right? And if you would, you're evil. Anyways, okay, sorry. Rant over. Uh, Geek vibes just, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, The Golden Globes will return to NBC next year. I don't know if anybody really cares about that. I don't know. Uh, Batman the Animated Series. Look at this little art right here. Love it. Love that art from Lyle Cruz. Really good. And then we uh, got this little sketch and then the painting from Spike right here. Showing some uh, Battinson, uh, you know, that's pretty good. I like it. I like it a lot. So always love some good art right there. Uh, what's going on, Zed? What is going on? Not celebrating the cancellation, but I'm proud that Zed. Yeah, okay. You could be proud of that, too. Like, I understand it. We talked about that, too. And uh, thank you, Sam, for even saying that. That's that's a way to look at it right there. That's a, that's a way to look at it. That's a way to look at it is like, okay, yes, is Zaslav, yes, he is taking, you know, he bought this, he is now CEO of this company, and he's trying to be like, what's the best decisions? And yes, he's going to create some enemies, and he's going to shake up the, the whole fucking, he shook up Hollywood, he really did. But uh, I just, I'm just talking about when it comes to within the fandom, Snyder fandom really kicked into gear because of what happened with Justice League. And he essentially lost this movie. And these directors lost their movie. And it's just like, wait a minute, and you're celebrating that? You lost what we we're what the what the foundation was. That's all. That's that's what I am tired of seeing. It's like you don't have to endorse it. You don't have to go see you don't have to even watch it if it were to come out. If it's not for you, and uh, you know, that's fine. But this whole like when people are like champing it, like what the hell? Like this is not what this is about. And even the guy who this was all about would not agree with you. That's the thing. It's like, can, can, we, can, we, can we realize that? Let's realize that. But at the same time, yeah. If Zaslav and crew were like, all right, well, wasn't too up uh, to the standards, then uh, what, else, when, what are you going to do? But uh, speaking of standards and speaking of what's going to be happening when it comes to future DC projects that are in 
development. And again, development is one thing. Uh, you know, if I could uh, bring on Scott McClellan right here where you he could show his list, if he could show his list of all the uh, projects that were in development, then it's just like, holy shit. And, and again, this is funny too when you uh, see fans go like, oh yeah, that's not going to happen. Fuck that thing. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. But remember what's also been in development hell that you did want, okay? Again, I get it. It's what you want, but, you know, we got to spread it out too. When you go into a comic book shop, is all the books that are there anything, everything you want? No. You want like probably 5% of, of the books that are in there. But guess what? There's other people that are walking into that comic book shop that want a different 5%, and they're going in to get certain books, not the books that you want, you know, sometimes you just kind of kind of look at it like that. Like, yeah, maybe there's certain projects you don't want, but the fact that it's like, you know, there's still people working on them and hopefully maybe they'll get out there, but who knows? Uh, obviously the ones that are within my thumbnail right here, some of them are not going to probably make it. They're probably not going to make it. Okay. The main one, the main one, which I've been saying, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. It's that certain one with the ring. It's that certain one. And uh, we'll pull up this article right here from um, uh, CBR.com. Uh, this was the main one. Green Lantern. The Green Lantern Corps series. Okay. So entertainment uh, identifier registry information uh, for Warner Brothers HBO Max original series. Green Lantern seemingly reveals its release window. So that's what this is talking about right here. For DC fans worried about Green Lantern, television series fate amidst uh, the Batgirl cancellation, the project appears to still be in the works. One Twitter user shared a screenshot of Green Lantern's show information submitted to the Entertainment Identifier Registry, which uh, media companies use to keep track of the content that they put out. Warner Brothers is designated as the associated org for the project. So there it is right here. This is the image right here. Let's uh, bring that up. And it's kind of just kind of showing some stuff right there. There's the object data, Green Lantern series 2024. Still seems like something is actually going to be happening with this. Now, who knows? Things could very much change. A lot of things could change, obviously. Look what happened with Batgirl. And I've always been saying, like, from what I heard, uh, you know, Mr. Berlanti, and that's the thing. I mean, one of the things when, when it comes to this Green Lantern series is we know that that, that guy in the ball cap is uh, somewhat behind it, which sucks because, you know, he's very bad, very bad when it comes to live-action media. That man is very bad at that and uh, was making bad decisions and things went really bad in the past, of course, you know, five or so years when it came to Mr. Guy in the ball cap. We all know who we're talking about. But I will always say that he has uh, he's created some great books and he was always good with Green Lantern. And in, there's some classic iconic books. Sure. But when it came to live action, what the fuck? And then, of course, the stigma that's on Green Lantern is always going to be that 2011 movie with Ryan Reynolds, which had potential to be something pretty great, but they didn't even have, like, a full-on working script when they were trying to shoot the damn thing. You know, there's some good things. There's some good things in that movie. But when it came to the Green Lantern series, though, I was like, okay, this could be something interesting. And then... I was talking with somebody who is actually in the know about the series linking with the movie. And when I heard those details, I went, wow, that actually sounds pretty cool. 
the series is going to tackle different timelines for different Green Lanterns. You know, your present day Jessica Cruz, your Alan Scott uh, back in the day. And then, of course, it's like, all right. And then it's going to lead into something that happens with, of course, Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. And I went, okay, that sounds pretty cool. All right. Let's see what happens with it. But, of course, it's been in development hell for a long time, even though they have actors cast for it. And one of the things that I heard in the last couple of few months was the fact that it's like, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be too expensive because, yes, it's going to be pretty damn expensive with all the VFX that they have to do. It's not like they can, you know, they're not going to be like Tom Cruise and actually try to shoot a movie in space. So there's a lot of there's a lot of budget that's going to have to go with this. And with Zaslav trying to pinch every penny and cut down budgets, like cut them in half, the Green Lantern series might not happen. Might not happen. I mean, as much as it's like, all right, yeah, there's, you know, I have... I have mixed feelings about it, but at the same time, I'm like, I kind of want to see something happen with the, I mean, if you're going to do a Green Lantern Corps series, if you're going to do a Green Lantern Corps series and you're going to have all these various Green Lanterns, it's going to be very, it's going to be too difficult to do it in a movie, you know, in just one movie. A series is probably be the best way to go. And if you actually get some top-notch writing and some good direction and whatnot, you can actually make this something pretty damn special. And then you could lead into a movie, which apparently that's what uh, the original plan was supposed to be. But God knows what's going to be happening with that. Um, and then, of course, I was hearing that the actors were going like, what the fuck? Are we doing this thing? You know, uh, what's his name? Adam Wintrot, whatever the hell his name is, who was playing Guy Gardner. They uh, cast an actor for Alan Scott. I mean, it would have been pretty cool to jump back and forth, like, you know, from the past to the present and having like the different timelines and then eventually leading to something um, that's going to be out there. But um, but yeah, it always seems like uh, Warner Brothers has a Green Lantern problem, because remember, even Zack Snyder trying to incorporate Jon Stewart into his movie. They were like, no. But that was, of course, guy with the fucking ball cap, guy with the ball cap that was trying to, uh, you know, who had uh, little man syndrome and was trying to be something that he wasn't and trying to put his foot down when it came to that, even though that could have been a totally different timeline, totally different thing, which essentially, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. But at the same time, you have this theater trained actor that is Wayne Teen Carr that could actually probably do a really good Jon Stewart. And it's not like he's a, a big name, so it's not like, you know, the value is there when it comes to paying him. Pay him a good salary, of course, and see what happens, and then maybe build up a new up-and-comer, which would be pretty sweet. It's like, hey, why not? And uh, obviously we saw the image, and of course it blew up the internet, so it's like, you almost just be like, hey, you know, he is right there. He is right there, and it seems like he'd be willing to do something like that, but who knows what's going to be happening. But yeah, so the Green Lantern series, I don't know. Very much still up in the air. Um, but, you know, if they're, if they're going to do anything with Green Lantern, yeah, I think it would have to be a series uh, for sure. So we'll see what happens with it. We'll keep tabs on it. But apparently, according to that little screenshot, supposedly still happening. I still would like to see something, something that comes out of that world right there because that, that, that could be something pretty cool. And then you got other, uh, and then another thing, the, uh, the, the second biggest thing that was uh, still in development is apparently the Black Canary movie. Now, we all thought that after Batgirl, oh, that's gone. 
That's gone because Black Canary was going to have a presence in Batgirl. Not that she was actually going to show up, but there was. we saw the set photos. We saw Black Canary within it. She's actually, you know, supposedly in the world. And then eventually maybe they would do a proper Birds of Prey movie, you know? proper one uh you know they kind of messed up with the other one which that just should have been a harley quinn movie they shouldn't have called it birds of prey um but yeah maybe they can eventually do something with that because i wouldn't mind having those three actresses be in a movie at maybe at one point or something like that but yeah a lot of us were just kind of going but at the same time they still say it's still still moving forward still moving forward but who knows again who knows as of right now it is but it, you know, the odds are that it probably still will get axed. But at least the information was still there right now when it came to that. So I don't know. But then, and then we, of course, we have uh, when it comes to Justice League Dark, which of course Mr. J.J. Abrams was supposed to be like developing. And I don't know what the. I mean, we were kind of just going, "What are you doing, J.J. J. 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 A. What are you doing, buddy?" I mean, obviously, he had his uh, series that he was trying to get get going, and which it probably is going to be like sent over to H, uh, not uh, to be uh, over on uh, Apple TV or whatever. But uh, we were kind of going like, all right, are you going to do something with this Justice League Dark World? And apparently, not much was happening. But then at the same time, we have this Constantine series that apparently is uh, supposed to be. Uh, I mean, there was the actor uh, Sope something like that. I can't remember his name. But um, that's apparently still in development, and they're casting the rest of the cast for that. That's still very much happening. I don't know. I know there's been a different Constantine that's in the net, is in the Sandman series. They did uh, a gender bent one, and now they're doing a race bent one because it is a black guy. And I know some people were still kind of like, "What the fuck?" And then we we're kind of wondering whatever happened to the whole potential for a Keanu Reeves like sequel movie. Um, yeah, that was just something that. There was news for one day, and then it went nowhere. Went nowhere. And they were like, yeah, we were just putting it out there. Sorry, Keanu. You want to voice Batman and DC Super Pets? You can. We're, we, we apologize. We, we didn't mean to get you excited for doing a sequel to Constantine. Just voice Batman. Dwayne Johnson, he's going to produce it. It'll be good. Fuck. No, but um, yeah, which is interesting because like when you think about the whole multiverse concept, it's like, yeah, you could have his Constantine come back. And, you know, I mean, to be honest, that would be a smart move. But I liked uh, Mr. Uh, Jack. What is his name? Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Matt Ryan. Not Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan's like a character. Matt Ryan. I like his Constantine. I thought they did it. I thought he was a I thought he was like the he was a perfect Constantine, to be honest. But uh they're not going to go with him. I don't know why. I mean, he like totally fit 100%. The biggest mistake they made but with that was putting that on NBC. Like, what? NBC? You're going to put that on NBC? What the fuck? And then apparently the Zatanna movie is still moving forward. The writer is still happening. And I'm just kind of going like, okay, well, build your, dark, build your Justice League Dark. Do it. Please. Build your Justice League Dark. Why not? And then you already have... You already have a basis for what you could do with Swamp Thing. Remember that? Remember that whole shit show of the fact that it's like, hey, here's the Swamp Thing series. It's already canceled, but watch it anyways. What the hell? God damn, that old regime did not know what the fuck they were doing, really. 
And it was so good. It was good. They could still use that aesthetic, all of that. You could still very much use that. Use the same actors, too, to build up your Justice League Dark. Please, please do that. Because it was good. It was really good. But my God, what a shit show that was, too, man, when it came to canceling a series before it even premieres. What the hell? So weird. So weird. Uh, but anyways, when it comes to uh, when it comes to things that are in development that are going to be OK, the Penguin series that's supposedly going to be start uh, that's going to start filming in February. Um, it seems like that is OK, because I was telling you guys with all this stuff, not everything was good. Not even Matt Reeves was, you know, was safe. I mean, he was mainly safe, safer than some of the other stuff. But there was still like, you know. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is like when they're looking at it and, uh, you know, the fact that it was like, all right, the Batman, uh, they were, of course, hoping that it was going to reach a billion dollars and it didn't. But it's still having the low budget and then making over 700, like close to 800. It still was a, uh, a good profit that they made. So and then I hope they keep on expanding on this. I'm really looking forward to more Colin Farrell's Penguin. But yeah, apparently, you know, Colin Farrell, when he's been asked on uh, on red carpets and stuff, he said the scripts are great. Everything's sounding great, even for uh, the Batman uh, 2. So that's all going to be good. Uh, Harley Quinn uh, season four. I don't think we have anything to worry about when it comes to that show. Uh, I know a lot of people were worried that with the whole HBO Max and Discovery, you know, just kind of, you know, becoming one, you know, doing that thing. Uh, you know, I got to make that noise. When, when things can join, I got to make, I got to, I got to turn it into uh, something just dirty and filthy. Anyways, so Harley Quinn season four, that should be okay. I mean, that would be stupid for them to even get rid of that show because it's so great. It makes fun of the whole DC universe. It's funny. It's, it's grotesque at, at points. And uh, yeah, first three episodes were great. I enjoyed them. Uh, you know, I had an air cut, I had an air cut and suicide squad you know, total David Ayer Suicide Squad was in that damn thing. So the creators are all about like, hey, I did it. We know we talked about it. You can look on the channel. I did a, 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 a film junkie shot where, uh, yeah, the, the the showrunners for Harley Quinn were all about releasing the Ayer cut. So, you know, so there you go. We got that. And then, of course, um, and then, yeah. And then when it comes to Peacemaker, uh, Peacemaker uh, Season 2, that's very much going to be happening. James Gunn has very much been saying, like, hey, everything's fine. Everything's good. We're all right. Season 2 is going to be shooting probably, what, next year? I think he said, maybe? I don't know. Um, which that was, like, a you know, that was interesting because I was not, I was not a fan of, like, that decision at first. <laughs> but as soon as I watched it, I went, you know what? This is actually not bad. I actually like this, you know? I was digging the characters and I was the fact that he's just like a big, dumb idiot that everybody makes fun of. I thought it worked Thought it worked. So Peacemaker should be safe, too. But it's not fully. I mean, uh, I mean, again, you know, again, when it comes to streaming services revealing their numbers, do they fudge them a little bit? I would say so. A little bit, maybe just a little bit. But I think uh, Peacemaker was enough to uh, continue uh, James Gunn to, uh, you know, to, to expand on that world. And we all. We all know that he was going to be doing like a, a possible checkmate uh, Amanda Waller type thing. I don't know if that's going to be fully going. Maybe there's going to be another Harley Quinn thing. And then, of course, you had Idris Elba, Elba talking about he will be working on a DC project, too. So we're going to see the return of blood sport. So 
Basically, to wrap up this topic, guys, is the fact that, all right, so we have things in development and we have things that are pretty much that are going to happen. So Black Canary could still get scrapped. Uh, Constantine, um, the Zatanna, you know, all that could still get axed. Everything could still get axed. Um, so, but I think what the things that are safe right now are the Penguin series yeah, that, they, you know, and of course the Batman 2, which thank God, and then Peacemaker season 2, and then of course Harley Quinn season 4. That's all safe right now. The Green Lantern series, that is still a very much a question mark. I'm kind of wondering, like, I don't know if that's going to actually happen still. Hopefully it does, because I would like to actually see a, a full on nice little drawn out series that has to do with the Green Lantern Corps. So I'm like, we'll see what happens. We'll play it all by ear, guys, but uh, I think we'll be, uh, you know, some of that's going to be okay. And then we got Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, I mean, this is something random and stupid. I just, it, it came across the, um, it came across the, uh, the, the timeline and I thought, all right, maybe this is something because Jared Leto kind of did this too. Because when Jared Leto, when he got cast as Joker, before we even heard what his Joker was going to sound like or his laugh, he did kind of tease something during a performance, so I don't know if this is something that she's... Uh, but, you know, it's it's intriguing. It's intriguing. Oh, hold on. I forgot to uh, share the screen. Hold on. Let me do that first. Boop. There we go. All right. Here it is. That's it. That's all it is. There we go. <laughs> it's probably not, but it's something. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be really funny too if like she ends up not playing like the character of Harley Quinn. It's just going to be somebody else, who knows. You know, because I mean they gave a name to uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, Arthur Fleck. That's not canon. Um, but yeah, it would be pretty crazy if like she's not actually Harley Quinn, but hey, I mean it's just her kind of just doing like a, a little thing right there. And uh, I know I could see why you, uh, you, yeah, you guys aren't like too impressed by it. It's fine. But, you know, she's a professional. We'll see what happens. But the fact of the matter is it's going to be, I mean, the second Joker could end up being like just terrible. I was thinking about this recently. And uh, I know like there's people like even James Gunn has talked about it. Like he's intrigued on what Todd Phillips is going to do. And the whole idea of a musical, a lot of people I know are like, I don't like the idea. I thought it's a, I think it's a brilliant idea because it is going to be something different, something way different. But at the same time, it could be awful. It could be absolutely awful. You know, I've, I've always campaigned to not have a Joker sequel. And then when we found out, oh, it's going to be kind of a musical or mainly a musical, I was kind of going, okay, I'm intrigued. If you're going to do something different for the sequel... Why not that take place in Arkham? And obviously this is all going to be, you know, the musical part is going to be what in like Arthur's head, maybe. I don't know. But um, it could very much be like really bad. It could. There's a chance that it could be really bad. And then, of course, if that's the case, David Zaslav will just cancel it. <laughs> right. <laughs> OK, I was going to do the trumpet. There you go. But it should be okay. I trust Todd Phillips. I do. And hopefully and I trust Joaquin Phoenix. And you know, Lady Gaga. She's uh she's a talent of herself, so we'll see what happens. But that was just her kind of doing like a 
Maybe she's just trying to test it out. Maybe we'll get another performance where the laugh is better. I don't know. But watch. I'm, I'm just like, what if she's not playing like an actual Harley Quinn? What if it's just somebody else? We'll see. And then we got uh, James Franco. Remember this guy? Remember James Franco? All of a sudden, he's back in the news. I don't know if you guys uh, caught wind of this. This was happening like over the weekend. But apparently, he's going to be playing Fidel Castro. That's right. James Franco is going to be playing Fidel Castro. You know, the leader communist guy that was, uh, you know, not the best guy in the world. And, um, and then, um, yeah, that was making the rounds. And then some people were not too happy about it because James Franco, not exactly, you know, full on, uh, you know, the same ethnicity uh, when it comes to Fidel Castro. And, you know, nowadays, nowadays you have to be like, you have to do like a 23andMe or an Ancestry and make sure you're exactly like 100% or like you have the right percentages to play the certain character or else, yeah, you can't do that. But yeah, so James Franco is going to be coming back. And uh, uh, of course, the person who made the biggest stink, which I'm like, hey, why don't you play Fidel? That would be cool. John Leguizamo, I think he could do it. But yes, John Leguizamo slams James Franco's casting as Fidel Castro. He ain't Latino. How is this still going on? And of course, talking about the re re uh, um, representation when it comes to this. And then, of course, being, uh, you know, in, 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 the light, in light of uh, what happened, of course, with Bad Girl, that also doesn't look good either. But at the same time, I'm going, look at this picture. He looks like Fidel Castro. <laughs> Am I wrong? Is uh, I mean, you look at this picture of James Franco right there. He kind of, you just put that hat on him. And I'm just going, that looks like Fidel Castro. Interesting. So, um, and then I'm just kind of going like, does any, uh, does any Latino acto actor actually want to play Fidel Castro? Maybe. Uh, a lot of people were saying, of course, uh, Pedro Pascal was right there. But yeah. So uh, it was very interesting, and it was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know why they were going with James Franco. And what's kind of funny about it, it's like, all right, so we're more upset about James Franco playing Fidel Castro. We're not upset the fact that James Franco did some creepy, weird shit, and he's just back. He's just uncanceled, I guess. Guess. I mean, I'm like, all right, cool, that's fine. But at the same time, didn't he do some really creepy shit with some young girls? Are we just going to forget about all this and just get upset with the fact that he's playing Fidel Castro? Interesting. And by the way, if you guys wanted to know why the why he got cast as Fidel Castro. Uh, yeah, see, Andrew is fine with it. You know, I'm half. I'm half Hispanic. I don't really give a shit. But OK, according to uh, according to this website right here, according to this post right here, Fidel Castro movie producers did race science to cast James Franco, which immediately backfired. So this is it right here. Uh, this is one of the producers, uh, John Martinez O'Fellon. The project's lead creative uh, producer adds finding and convincing James Franco to, to play Castro was a fun and challenging process and has been a collaborative work of the universe because our director's original order was to find an actor who holds a close physical resemblance to the real Castro to build from along with finding someone, Alina Fernandez, which strongly endorsed to get there on such a tough uh, a such a tough look to cast. We used Fidel Castro's ancient uh, Gal Gal Galician, uh, you know, I don't know what that is exactly. 
heraldry of uh, as our focal compass and the comb and then comb through the entire ranks of actors with latin roots in hollywood to find someone who has a similar facial structure in executing a close search into our hope hopefuls through the eye of spanish and portuguese uh, portuguese uh, uh, genealogy genealogy which uh, the uh, Am I saying that right? Galicians, Galicians held. We found that James by far had the closest facial likeness of our industry's leading actors, meaning that the focus would be build out his character accent and we'd have a stunning on-screen match to intrigue audiences and bring the story to life with true visual integrity. What? So we got all that. And that's, that's how they figured that out. So if anybody was wondering how they came to get James Franco to play Fidel Castro, that's how they did it right there. That's how they did it. They just looked, they really just focused hard. And they tried their best to get somebody with more of a Latin descent, but couldn't really find anybody. Couldn't really find anybody. So that's how they did it. And again, you look at James Franco in that previous picture with his beard, you go, Jesus Christ, he does look like Fidel Castro. What the hell? That is crazy. So that's how they determined that. That's how they did. So who knows if this movie's even going to happen? I mean, first off, it's James Franco. I, I was like, when the fuck did he even come back? And then you have this whole thing. I don't think this movie's, I don't think this movie's going to get made. Who knows? Maybe they will try. They'll just lean into the controversy and just put it out there. I don't know. We'll see. But hey, power to him. <laughs> power fucking to him. And then finally, uh, the last topic I wanted to talk about was Prey. Uh, apparently was uh, the, the biggest Hulu premiere of all time when it comes to movies or uh, uh, series. So let's all give a clap. Let's all give an applause to the filmmakers, Dan Trachtenberg, and everybody for, for reinvigorating the, the Predator franchise, which is great. Obviously, you guys hopefully saw my first reaction review. I enjoyed the shit out of it. A lot of people enjoyed the shit out of it. And uh, I really just kind of brought it back to like it's, I guess you could almost say like it's grassroots, even though, you know, I still say Predator 2 is a good follow-up. And Predators from uh, Robert Rodriguez was also a good sequel as well. The AVPs, not so great. And then the last one, The Predator, was also a shit sandwich, which is why this fucking movie was not released in theaters. This movie should have been released in theaters. I wish I would have saw Prey on a big screen, the biggest screen possible, but the sad fact of the matter is the last movie was just a complete shit sandwich. They fucked it up. Whatever Shane Black was trying to do, seems like Fox was like, eh, change this, add more funniness, this, that, and this, and it just, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. So that's why when, it, you know, now that Disney owns Fox and whatever, and then, of course, they put it on Hulu, you know, people were intrigued. People were actually intrigued. But I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm pretty much certain that if they released this movie out in theaters, it would have done fairly well in the box office. I think it would have done well. I think it would have been possibly if they fit it somewhere, it could have been number one and it could have been like, you know, made at least a little bit of something, 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 especially when you have like, you know, the, the cast of the first term, uh, Terminator Predator that is uh, praising the absolute shit out of it. And it just seems like everybody's just I haven't really seen any too many bad reviews. I mean, there's always going to be a couple out there, of course, but mainly people are like, yes, this is what's happening here. And you better believe there's probably going to be some kind of follow up. 
when it comes to this, and I hope there is. I don't know what they could do, if they could capture something again, but yes. But anyways, congratulations to Prey for being um, one of the, you know, the, the, the biggest premiere when it comes to Hulu right there. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, it beat out, it beat out Sebastian, um, Sebastian Stan's uh, dong when he played Tommy and Pam and Tommy. Anyways, okay. <sighs> Let's go to these Twitter questions. It's all the gay uh, topics right there. Let's see what you guys have to say over in the Twitter world. All right, here we go. DeLund087, with Zaslav's comments regarding HBO Max exclusive films, do you think the Black Canary spinoff will get a theatrical run or turn into a series? To be honest, it should turn into a series and they should introduce Green Arrow. That's what I would want to see. I'd want to see that. Um, and hopefully they would do something like that, but it, it, it sounds to me like, I mean, it, it's very much on the, uh, it's, it's holding on by a thread, to be honest. I think it's holding on by a thread, but I would like to see it be turned into a series and then they introduce Oliver and then they could build that universe that could actually be part of the, maybe the 10 year plan. I don't know. Sam. Damn, ILM um, pulled a scanline Weta and uh, dug up the old Rexy model from the early 90s to make sure the Jurassic World Dominion model matched. That's awesome. I still have to watch that ILM documentary uh, series that's on Disney+. Plus. I really want to watch that because it's so fucking fascinating, but that's pretty cool right there. I like that. I like it. I'm glad that they did that. They kept it, kept it real. I mean, at least Rexy was uh, consistent throughout the, uh, the whole series. Tet or Zed, Film Junkie Live just isn't the same without the ear-blasting Batman transitions. <laughs> yeah, I turned those off um, because I was like, because I know you guys were talking about how loud they were, and I was like, all right, let me just turn them down. Uh, maybe I'll get them back a little bit, but uh, I just know, like, I don't know. I still, uh, um, I still have audio issues when it comes to this kind of stuff. Austin Smith. 214, I honestly don't care about the potential Green Lantern show. Give me the deleted Zack Snyder's Justice League scene instead. Can we have both? Can we have the scene, which is only a very, very, very small scene? And can we have a series about the Green Lantern Corps, though? I mean, there's a lot of potential there. That's the thing. Celos, considering how poor Birds of Prey did, do you believe the Black Canary rumor is true? Or is it just too quiet? the Batgirl blowback. I mean, very much could be. Like I said, I, I think it's holding on by the by a big thread. By a, not a big thread, but a small thread. Uh, EVM, do you think James Franco is not Latino enough to play Fidel Castro? I, I If you look at it, I mean, he, his dad was like part Portuguese. He's not really Latino at all. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, do you think Dua Lipa will play Zatanna or the studio doesn't have the budget to hire her? I think I don't think her value is enough to uh, to warrant like a big salary. So they could essentially have that. But I wouldn't be surprised if she's part of the Joker sequel. Do you think Constantine will be back? Will will be a black actor in the JJ? Yeah, it's going to be supposedly it's going to be that one guy. I, I, I forgot his name, like soup, soap, something forgot his name. C.K. Cooper Knox, my personal theory with all this Ezra craziness is that they must have rubbed somebody the wrong way in the industry. So hence all these crazy. And I'm kind of wondering about that, too. 
Yeah, it seems like anything that Ezra does, they blow it up into something very, very badly. And somebody even shared a screenshot with me, too, with uh, one of his mutuals saying, like, yeah, he the alcohol that was stolen uh, during this burglary was his friend. It was his friend's house and everything like that. It's like, again, we got to be patient with all that because there's some weird little thing that's coming that, that just when it comes to Ezra. Not saying that Ezra is a fucking angel. No, not at all. But uh, Devon, uh, Devon Wooter, uh, and more questions for you. Do you think uh, that Marvel and DC will do a movie together like Justice League and Avengers crossover in a couple of years? I think that, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised in like over a decade or something like that. Something like that happens. Mr. Eric Blake, so Dave, seems there's an undertone with which DC projects are more safe. The gun stuff and Black Canary uh, build on the established DCU. Alchemist 2's now tweaked out of the uh, new timeline back into our DCU via Batfleck. Uh, so think Zaslav signaling no reboot? I mean, it almost sounds like it, but it really depends on who's going to be, you know, it's all depending on Henry Cavill, I tell you. Got to get Superman's house in order. That's what it's like depending on right there, I think. And then even Batfleck, even playing game. And, I, you know, the main topic tomorrow, I might already have an idea for it. So, it's Infinity. Not a question, just cool. I remember seeing this when Steven Soderbergh was uh, making uh, Chai and uh, with Benicio Del Toro. Liam Neeson, <laughs> Fidel Castro. He could have looked like him a little bit, too. Andrew Sali, thoughts on my top four members of my Justice League, Christopher Reeve, Superman, Michael Keaton's Batman, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, and Grant Gusson's uh, The Flash with Green Lantern, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Eh, there you go. I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. You like more of the nostalgia stuff. That's fine. Um, I, I don't fully agree with that. I like the, the newer people, so... Mike Soups Kenobi. So the narrative on Twitter is that Zaslav is an alt-right Trump-supporting racist. Yeah, how about that? Uh, David Zaslav, the CEO of Discovery Inc., Bob Iger, the former CEO of Disney, who is now the company's executive chairman, are among the top executive Democratic donors from the second quarter. Yeah, I know. Well, that's just the way we are nowadays. Is uh, Apparently, Zaslav had... He talked about Trump's like uh, some of his policies, saying that he agreed with some of them, which, you know, how dare you? You can't agree with anything that man says. Can't agree. Can't agree with anything or else you're just uh, alt-right and a bigot. That's I know I saw that being passed around after the whole Batgirl thing. But, yeah, um, apparently Zaslav's like a, a big uh, Democratic donor. So, yeah, people are just like to create narratives. That's just where we are in 2022. It's really dumb. I hate it. I hate it. I hate how political everything fucking is right now. Uh, Dave, I just watched the uh, Sandman uh, this weekend. It was really, really good. How many times you saw it. And also, did you think Sonic 3 versus Avatar 3? Do you think Sonic's going to move? Oh, yeah, one of those will move. Um, but yeah, I've only watched the first episode of this, of, uh, Sandman. I uh, really thought it was, I was impressed by it. It sounds like, uh, it looks like it's going to be a really good series. So, uh, after I get, after I catch up with Westworld, then I'll watch the rest of Sandman, re, uh, season one and I'll do a review on it. Burt's Dave, who's your favorite Justice League Dark, uh, member and why? Constantine, because I like, uh, I like his sarcasm. I like how he doesn't give a fuck. Um, I just always been a Constantine fan. When it comes to that, 
Uh, Jay, uh, Jason, have you heard about Batman Gate? Yes, I have. Um, one of these days I'll talk about it. Maybe if it gathers more steam. Yes, I've heard about that. It has to do with Matt Reeves stealing a script from somebody, which is funny because when you think about it, I'm like, you know, the whole movie is kind of based off of previous Batman stories. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I've, I've got it sent to me and, you know, Funny enough, it just really hasn't caught wind because a lot of people are going, wait, so you just wrote a script that was also based on Long Halloween, too? You wrote a script about the Riddler putting riddles out there for Batman to solve? Cool. So you're claiming that Matt Reeves just totally ripped that off? Or did he just, like, write a script also that was based off Long Halloween and the Riddler? Okay, yeah. So if that starts capturing some, some steam, then I'll, like, I'll talk about it. But as of right now, it seems like people are like, I don't know, who the fuck is this guy claiming this? Because it's just a, it's a yeah, Batman gate. Don't even like really worry about it right now, guys. I mean, it's it seems like it's something that it's just really just not. People are just kind of going, wait a minute, what the hell? So anyways, but um, yeah, with anything else, uh, with everything else. But yeah, I hate it when people are like get political with everything. Once you say something about a certain something, they put you in a category and everything like that. And it's funny, too, because I uh, on my tweets, I made fun of the fact that uh, apparently in China, there, there's like supposedly maybe another virus that's brewing up over there. And I'm like, see, Nancy Pelosi went up over there and look what happened. Jesus Christ. Get it out of there. Uh, somebody needs to raid her fucking house. All that insider trading and all that shit. I don't know. Again, they, they all suck on both sides. OK. Anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap it up, and I appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with me on Film Junkie Live. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Um, hit that notification bell. Hit that subscribe button. If you want to join, become a member, be part of the family. We'll do a members-only post-show stream tomorrow. Got the Patreon. I'm trying to post things that, when I get updates on things on there. So if you want to be more in the know of things that I'm hearing about, check out that. And then, of course, the Sockments, the rest of the Sockments that are provided also down below. Follow me on there because, you know, my tweets are gold, all of them, every single one of them. Anyways, guys, uh, love ya, and uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junk time, same junk channel. Talk to you later.